When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're digging the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast with LD, Will the Thrill, and TJ2. Hey guys, welcome to Rock and Roll Heaven, the podcast where we talk about the lives, careers, and deaths of famous musicians. I'm your host, LD. This week I'm joined by Will the Thrill. Hello. And TJ2, the deuce. Well done. Nice. Nice. Mm. What's the drink of choice today, sir? Oh, Shunnerbach in a can. Oh, wow. I, no way related to the subject matter, just a good beer. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that, yes, that, that, I'll say that sweet, delicious, delicious Texas nectar. Is it just the standard lager? Yes. Well, it's, this is just plain old Shunnerbach. Well, they, they do what they do well. There's no doubt about that. The fruit of Cosmo Spetzel's loins, sort of, <laughs> kind of. That was a weird way to say a beer that that guy invented, but whatever. Yeah, I feel, I feel suddenly stranger about drinking it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you know what, guys? Especially uh, the winter warmer. <laughs> okay, honey, enough beer talk. Let's yeah, talk does, about... They do, they, they do have a salty lime version. Out <laughs> <laughs> this, this is very cold, and it tastes like beer. So. And it's not viscous. <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be cold and taste like beer, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, and very, and very fluidy and not viscous, which is a fun <laughs> word to say. It really viscous is. is a fun word say, to say. Say, say it with me, LD. Viscous. Viscous. Yeah. Viscous. Well, we're talking about uh, something today that is not about death at all, because mm-hmm. we're we're moving into 2021 right now. We're very excited for this. So today we're actually doing our 2021 episode draft. So we are changing the format of Rock and Roll Heaven for just a little bit because we now have three amazing hosts. Well, like two and a half amazing hosts. I'm really short. Um, But we figured it would be best to do a year of nothing but heavy hitters. So... We have so many heavy hitters that we decided that we we're going to have a fun little draft. So, gentlemen, are you ready for the 2021 Rock and Roll Heaven Heavy Hitters Draft? Yes, I'm ready. Absolutely. And so just to kind of cue people in, this is going to be a deal where we're going to do multiple part episodes on some of the, the biggest names in the history of music who you just haven't gotten around to doing episodes on yet, just because there are so many. You can only do so many at a time, obviously. Exactly. All right. So the rules for this draft are that we are going to go in order of people with the most episodes. So I will get first selection because I do believe I have about 74 episodes up on everybody else. And then Mr. Will the Thrill will be Mm -hmm. second up. And then TJ2 is going to round out that series. We will be selecting four 
each, and each one of us is allowed one audible that was not on the original list. So are we ready? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. All right. First up is me, and I am selecting... With the first choice <laughs> in the 2020 Rock and Roll Heaven Heavy Hitters Draft, LD selects... David Bowie. Ooh. Figured. <laughs> Surprised by nobody. <laughs> All right. Mr. Will. I'm on the clock. Say, so, wait, well, I think we have to do a little analysis here, uh, Will. All right, so uh, I would say strong, uh, a strong draft pick for um, for LD's team. Yes, I think uh, that 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 Bowie will meet projections as far as uh, as his plays in the lineup. Yep, uh, <laughs> prolific artist, somewhat of a chameleon, uh, embraced many different styles, multiple genres, um, film, I mean, and he had music. a cod piece. Um, right, sang about, sang songs about uh, space aliens that played guitar left-handed and had large penises. Um, just a, there's a lot going on here with this pick. But, um, married a supermodel? <laughs> married, a, married a supermodel, mm -hmm. had kids with strange names. This has all the, the makings of a, of, a, of a, I would say, of a, of a good meshing with the LD's team. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good, thank you. good pick. And again, no surprise, when you have the number one pick and you take the number one pick, there's not a lot of shock there. <laughs> All right, Mr. Will the Thrill, who are you taking? Okay, so I believe I traded up for this pick. Um, I'm going to take a good look at the list here, and I feel like I'm going to go into a different sort of genre, yet someone no less impactful due to their contributions to not only the music industry, but the film industry as well. Uh, sadly I think lost I know where you're going. A few years ago, and by far my favorite Beastie Boy, that will be the late MCA Adam Young. Well done. Okay, well done. strong pick, I would say, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, Will the Thrills team uh, LD comes up with, uh, uh, you know, some people would consider this a little bit of a reach of a pick, but I think he sees something, uh, some special potential there. Well, um, I, I, I do believe that uh, the reason why is that uh, we not only have a very large coffee table book and about four documentaries, but also uh, we recently went, the last movie we actually got to see was a screening of Dear Zachary, which was brought to us by Adam Meow. Ocelloscope. So uh, I think this is a great impact on Mr. Hicks' life, and um, I think there'll be some good stuff. Good stuff. And really, who doesn't like the Beastie Boys? I mean, just if you don't, stop but listening. <laughs> people, I was going to say people that suck mainly. Yeah, pe people as that far I, as I, I can tell. I wholly disagree with and will not associate with. Yep. Yep. Okay. So all right, you're um, up, T. All right. So I'm picking at the end of the round, but you know what? I think I'm going to get the steal of the draft here as I go with a uh, noted musician and uh, stoner from the state of Florida, one of my <laughs> personal music, one of my personal uh, musical heroes and uh, heroes in life. He fronted the uh, band Big Mountain Fudge Cake on King of the Hill. He also was part of I Feel the Greatest Supergroup of All Times. Ladies and gentlemen, with the third pick, in the Rock and Roll Heaven 2020 Heavy Hitters Draft, TJ's team selects Mr. Tom Petty. Oh, yes, definitely a top three pick. Yeah. And I actually have a book to send you then. So you get a free book. You get a free book. A what? You get a free book. I'm sending you a book. Is that the thing that has like paper in it and words? Yeah. I think there are yeah. pictures too. There might be okay. pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I like ones with pictures. Uh, of Mr. Petty. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm uh, a huge, huge fan of Tom Petty, sort of when I was... There's that period of time, 
usually in your early mid-teens when you start listening to your own music. You don't listen, start to break away a bit from uh, what you were force-fed as a youngster by your parents. Uh, luckily, LD and I were fed uh, very good music uh, yep. through our youth. But um, one of the first things that really kind of struck me and I gravitated toward was an album uh, by, called Full Moon Fever by, mm-hmm. by Mr. Petty. And uh, I then kind of went back and discovered the back catalog after that and then everything that came after it. And he's, he's one of my favorites, so I'm looking forward to that one. And I know that uh, you and I have debated this on multiple occasions, uh, which is the superior album. Is it Wildflowers or is it Full Moon Fever? And it's it's damn close. It's, can, I, can I be the tiebreaker? Yeah. Sure. Flowers. Ooh. Well, okay, so here's uh, what I've always maintained. <laughs> I think Wildflowers, start to finish, is a better album. Yes. I think Full Moon Fever, to me personally, was more impactful because just as because of when it came out. I think I was about 15 years old, just starting yeah. to drive, coming of age kind of thing. And this is one of those where there is no wrong choice. I yeah. mean, I mean, the, right. the, the list is the list is good. The list is full. Yes. There is no. That's like would you, would you would you like some uh, would you like some delicious barbecued ribs or a bottle of bourbon? And you just go yes. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Either. I don't care. I'm not begging. So give me one or the other. Um, and I, I'm also super excited that we're only a few weeks away from the release of the Wildflowers box set. Ooh. That's right, yeah. I remember you, you shared that with me, and uh, your zeal was quite clear even through the text message. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, so we are now around two. Round two. Round two. And we're doing, how, how many rounds are we doing here? We're doing four rounds. Mm-hmm. Four rounds, okay. Okay, so for my second pick, it's, it's a controversial one. Mm. It's going to be fraught with uh, angst and a full life, a treacherous ending with controversy peppered throughout. And I'm going to go with Mr. Michael Jackson. Oh. Now I will say I, I'm surprised to see uh, Michael Jackson in the second round, the king of pop. I mean, right. yeah. The king of pop and... Um... I would have to say, again, uh, well, that's a, quite a steal to get him in that spot. Um, very rich, full musical legacy. Uh, recorded the greatest selling album of all times. Mm. One of the greatest selling artists of all times. One of the most controversial artists of all times. And True. one, and as she w- when she was very young, one of LD's very favorite. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would also add, changed the game of the music video. I think oh, go, go, yeah. completely. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, I hate yeah. John Landis. Who, unfortunately, and, and, and she hates John Landis. <laughs> um, Anytime I can work that into anything, John Landis sucks so bad. What a garbage person. Despite the amazing project he's attached to, which is regretful. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, one of the things that uh, I think is kind of uh, interesting about him, um, he, he was... Uh, obviously incredibly talented as a performer and singer and songwriter and all that but he also had his finger on the pulse of other things that were popular enough to parlay them into what he was doing please see eddie van halen playing the guitar solo on beat classic yep and i think you correct please correct me if i'm wrong did 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 slash not play guitar on black or white i believe he, he, did. he did yeah um Sol- and of course i think uh Heavy, uh, did, in, 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 in the full original version of it, Heavy D actually had a, a rap interlude in there. Oh, that's right. 
I do believe you're correct. Yes, he did. Cheese and crackers. God, I can't wait to visit my childhood again. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so there's there's a, yeah, just a wealth of stuff to deal with with him there. Again, steal in the second round. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, so. um, Even though we've only had one pick, it's still be. Still (laughs) Still steal. Am I on the clock? You're on the clock. Yep, you're on the clock. So I am going to stay with with form here and do what I think uh, TJ would call another reach pick. Uh, however, I would say this pick is one that I'm doing for two reasons. One, because the music resonates with me, and two, because I feel like the brief career of this artist was gets often overlooked, and then people look back at the catalog of work done by this individual and say, oh, wow, that was so-and-so, that was so-and-so, and I would brand these songs that this artist penned as timeless. Uh, despite his brief career in the 70s, I think it essential to revisit, as I was late to visit this party, the life times, and music of Mr. Jim Croce. No, wow! Mm-hmm. Did not see that one coming. I didn't. Yep. Mr. Jim Croce. Yep. I, I see, I, um, I see, I live with Will, and so I know for a fact that he was going to pick Jim. I, I, I do love it. me. I knew it. I do love me some Jim Croce. And what's not to love? Oh, All right. Very gifted singer-songwriter, some timeless songs. An unfortunate, very, an unfortunate, very tragic uh, end to his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before he hit really the peak of his fame. And again, if you can look me in the face and tell me time in a bottle does not still weigh heavily today, you, you, you're wrong. You are wrong. Yep. You're wrong and you're a bad person. <laughs> yes, and you should be ashamed. <laughs> you, should, you, should exa- you should really kind of examine your life. Before you <laughs> so uh, I, w- I would say that's a reach pick, but uh, that's one that resonates with me, so I'm going for it. All right. All right, so, Mr. TJ2, what's your pick? I think that I'm, I'm going to need a little inspiration. Wherever could I find it? <laughs> yeah, maybe right there. Lo and behold. There it is. Look at that. Okay, well, you said that we had the ability to use one. Ooh. I'm calling. Are you, are you calling it audible? Going, going off the grid. Going Ooh, crazy. Script. Oh, oh. I'm going off script. I'm going to call an audible. Okay. All right. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't, if you've already done an episode on this person that you, obviously you can correct me, I don't think you have. Okay. But I'm going to go for a country legend. Okay. I'm going to go for somebody who started singing, I think, bluegrass songs on a local TV station when she already had three or four kids and an abusive husband and then married a, the, one of the reputed wild men of country music. And among her final contributions to uh, music was her singing with a, a, I think, European techno band about ice cream trucks and the magical <laughs> place called Moo Moo Land. What? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go with Tammy Wynette. Ooh. Totally. Yeah, I was like, Tammy, that's got to be Tammy Wynette. Wow. Nicely done, sir. Um, Very good, that, sir. The, la- the, the, last, the last thing I ever remember of Tammy Wynette was her performing with a, a single with a band called the KLF. Oh, I remember the yeah. It's called, called, it's one of the weirdest damn songs I've ever heard. It's called Justified <laughs> and Ancient. So you have this, this techno, this techno dance group that it had a, a one hit with, I think, a 3 a.m. Eternal. 3 a.m. Eternal, yep. That's right. In 91 or 92. Well, their second single was called Justified and Ancient. And it, it featured Tammy Wynette singing lead about driving a, uh, an ice cream truck through a place called Moo Moo Land, and I, I mean, I don't know what the, so I don't, weird. I don't, 
I don't know what they got together and smoked, but I mean, it was obviously some really good stuff because that is one of the truly strangest songs I've ever heard. Everyone, uh, good, good point. Nice, nicely but, done, sir. And, and you know, she was not that old when she died. I think she was in her fifties. Um, she, she, you know, but what a what a crazy, amazing full life she lived. Um, yeah. And with some ti- and some timeless songs. To, I, I stand by your man being one that everybody would know, but she has a lot of other ones. So yeah, I, I feel good about this pick. I'm going to go with Tammy Wynette for my Excellent. second round pick. A, a surprise pick in that second round, and yet I think very impactful. I, I think, think uh, again, I do. I do see a lot of return on that pick. Yeah. Okay. So round three. Round three. And it's probably not going to be a shock to anybody that I'm going to be picking the beautiful, the talented, the introspective. Dusty Springfield. Nice. Now, speaking <laughs> of speaking of, of artists who later in their career had some odd collaborations. Oh yeah. Let's look at let's look at Miss Dusty Springfield. <laughs> well, her and Petula Clark were kind of on the same level. And yeah, Petula and Dusty kind of started breaking molds later in their career. So I'm very excited to dive into her. Well, well, if you look at you know some of her early work, countryish, blue, you know R and B ish kind of stuff, gorgeous, beautiful voice. But then she gets to the '80s and she does a duet with the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> oh, that's right! I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be really excited to dive into her. I'm very excited to dive into her. Yeah, I, I that, totally that, that, forgot that, that song. That was uh, yeah. oh crap! What's the name of that song? With the uh, Pet Shop Boys. Oh, I don't know. I can hear it. It's I can ah, hear it. I can yeah. I can hear it in my I can hear it in my head. Ah. Yeah, it that's one of those things that's gonna drive you crazy until you figure but, out what it's called. But I also hear but I also hear my brain saying, More shiner. So <laughs> You you listen to that call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Hickey. All right, I'm back on the clock here, and I'll be honest, I've had this pick in my pocket for a while, hoping they'd still be on the board come the third round. Uh, it's an individual I know. TJ and I have discussed at length, and I think they're known more for their work with their outfit, which was downright iconic in the 90s grunge movement, passed too soon, a voice that was eerie, harmonic, and beautiful all at the same time, and that'll be Lane Stanley of Allison Jones. Wow. Okay. Great pick. Yep. Great pick. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. You know, um, um, a, a fellow I know and have interviewed named uh, Peter Cooper once had a song called Nirvana Was Better Than Pearl Jam. <laughs> the, first time, the first time he performed that song in the studio and on a radio show you and uh, I and some friends used to do, um, he played it and I said, that was great. And I said, uh, I mean, Allison Chains is better than either one of them, but whatever. It, I, I would agree. <laughs> yes. And I think I would do in large part due to Lane's unique vocal style. And people forget he was yes. a songwriter. He was, I mean, he, he could really do a lot of different things. But uh, why play guitar when you have Jerry Cantrell? That's what I would argue. Mm-hmm. So exactly. That, that, no, that's a, great, that's a great pick. And again, that's a very, that's a very short life. Indeed, but, that's yeah. a very, but it's a very full life. I mean, there's a lot there and, and not much time. Mm-hmm. And a full voice yep. of that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mr. TJ. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the list now, and um, this is uh, someone we grew up listening to. LD. Okay. Uh, say uh, this person almost had two distinct full careers 
Um, there is much. I, I, there, there, there. The fanaticism of this person's uh, fans borders on being religious, including pilgrimages to the place where they lived and and such as that. I've taken Thomas Earl Petty. I've taken Mrs. Tammy Wynette, and now I'm going to go with Elvis Aaron Presley. Oh, oh, okay. Now he's sitting there in round three is criminal. I, I know, I know, and I have I have more books to send you. I'm going to send you books from Tom Petty and Elvis Presley, including his I time mean, in the army. <laughs> there's there's any any one portion of Elvis Presley's career is is worthy of a month's worth of episodes. You could okay. do. His, just his pre his pre musical life is one whole month. You could just do his film career. And uh, <laughs> you know what's what's really interesting is he he like me is a twinless twin. Pre army Elvis. Yeah. Post army Elvis, like you said, just film career Elvis. Film career the last Elvis. years of his life. I mean, you yeah. could just do comeback and, specials. And then, and then the, the, the post, I mean, post-death Elvis is its own whole thing. Absolutely. Actually, um, funny enough, there was a film that came out, was it last year? I think it was last year, called Zombieland 2 Double Tap. And pretty much the entire plot of the film is these guys trying to get from Washington, D.C. to Graceland. <laughs> In a zombie apocalypse. In a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Well, I, I think about the fact that Bruce Springsteen once tried to climb the fence at um, Graceland to meet Elvis. Um, <laughs> think about the fact that um, there are people still to this day uh, who, who idolize and, and, and oh, yeah. uh, borderline, borderline worship Elvis. Think about that. Okay, here, here's a really obscure little tidbit for you. Hit the, the first on-screen credit, I believe, to Quentin Tarantino was an mm. Elvis impersonator on the Golden Girls. Golden Girls on the episode where <laughs> Sophia Do not mess with me when it comes to Elvis and Quentin Tarantino. And here's another fun fact. It's it's a known it's a known fact that if a hot Canadian sings a song about Elvis Presley, it will be a hit. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was such a, a I give you I give you Alana Miles, Black Velvet and Shania Twain that don't impress me much. That's only two instances, but it's 100% of the instances I can think of. And I believe Ms. Twain mentions Elvis by name, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So what do you think? You're Elvis or something? Well, she also mentions Brad Pitt, but I mean... That don't impress we... me much. <laughs> wow. You, you should not quit wow. your day job. A third round pick, too. The king. Yeah. I mean, it's, the king. it's Elvis, and you know what's funny is I think he kind of stole it from me, but I I will recover in the the fourth round. <laughs> and I'm calling an audible. I'm going off Ooh. book on my last choice. Because this person was incredibly young when she passed. She was an icon. She was a movie star. She had controversy after controversy. She was a beauty, but not considered by a ton of people to actually be a singer, which the thing is, she was. Oh, I, I think and I know where you're going. And she was quite a good singer, so much so that she was hired as Sugar Cane in Some Like It Hot. Oh, no. And I'm going to be picking Miss Marilyn Monroe 
She was a singer. Most people think of her as a movie star, but the fact is she, that was her voice. Unlike, unlike Audrey Hepburn, who, who had a beautiful voice, but they dubbed her in over her actual voice in things like My Fair Lady, making her ineligible for this podcast. And so I know Marilyn Monroe could take up an entire pot. Like you could do a podcast just on Marilyn and have about... 150 episodes. Oh, easily. So, uh, filling up a month of Maryland is not going to be hard. Shouldn't be. No. Nope. All right. So, Star stars one of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah. Some like in high is brilliant. Bus stop. Love it. Um, you know, it, one of the best films that I've seen, and it was one of the first films I think that actually had a twist ending to it was all about Eve, where Marilyn had a bit part in it, but it was so good. And, and you know, it's, it's, I'm gonna have to study. I'm literally gonna have to like, hit the books for this lady. All right, so that that's my final pick, Mr. Hickey. How are you gonna round out your team? Ooh, well, I feel like that's a tough act to follow, but I do think I have someone to do it. And I too am going off the board for this one. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, calling an audible. Started, I started a trend. You did. You did. Now, now that the genie's out of the bottle. Uh, so, where to start with this pick? Again, someone who has had impact across multiple industries, a fair share of controversy later in life. Yeah. Yes. Regretfully, which led to her untimely passing. Yet, I think she can easily be considered one of the greatest female vocalists. Of all time, daughter of my home state of New Jersey, I am picking none other than Ms. Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Good, good, solid choice. Good choice. Yes, and, and hard to argue with anything you said there. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, well in, in terms of, our, I mean, one of the finest vocalists that we've ever known. Yeah. She, she, has, she has the, I think she had the longest charting single of all time until Mariah Carey came through with All I Want for Christmas is You. I believe. Oh, she's on the charts for a long yeah. time. She, she, sure. And then and the number, she's got the number one selling soundtrack of all time, which is The Bodyguard. Yep. And, uh, did yeah, it surpass I mean, Saturday got, Night Fever? It did. I did, yeah. It did. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think um, it did it within the first four weeks of it here, being. But here's the other thing um, that people would forget about. If she were to come out about now, she would be a superstar simply based on the fact that she looked like a model. Oh yeah. Oh, she was stunning. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, and then it's like it's like oh, and then you're like oh wait, oh you can sing? Oh, you can really sing? Oh crap! Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly! Wow. Yeah, yes. I mean, one of the first things I remember from my childhood was I want to dance with somebody came on MTV and. TJ, you were making fun of me because I was trying to dance like her in the video. Yes, and I would now if you. I would now if you tried because you still. <laughs> That's because this time that by the time this episode's aired, I'll be forty-one. <laughs> and so yeah, so, so I've, I've got to take, yep. got to put Whitney on the board. I think that's a very strong, strong choice. Okay, right. well, so the final pick in the Rock and Roll Heaven twenty twenty heavy hitters 
is uh, has uh, come up, and so we we have Mister Irrelevant as he's called <laughs> in the uh, NFL draft. But this person is far from irrelevant. This person, once upon a time, was in a band with Neil Young. This person introduced the world in part to Prince, who is apparently going to go undrafted today, which is uh, oh, amazing. No, he's a yeah. free agent. We're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some caveats. Sure. At the end of the episode. So. And, and obviously, we're, we're, we're going to do one on Prince eventually. And that's oh, happen. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you, could, you can't do one on music and not do one on Prince. But this person Correct. introduced the world to Prince. This person had a life filled with controversy. It's undisputed. They're one of the most talented musicians and performers ever. They, partly in a good way and, and partly dismissively, became a punchline uh, after their death when they shouldn't have, but I'm, I'm going to use that punchline because why not own it? You know what? The final pick in our draft is Rick James Bianchi! Oh! <laughs> South Carolinian, that's, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, no, I don't think so. Rick James no, is not no, from no. South Carolina? James Brown. Yeah. No, no, James Brown. I thought Rick James was James too. No. No, I don't, I don't believe so. Um, but I'm sure he wishes he had a great place to be from. Because of the Chappelle Show sketches, He's almost this comical figure now. So it's like, no, you, you forget, this guy was an unbelievably gifted musician and singer and songwriter. He liked cocaine and ladies. Like is, like is, a, word. Much so. like is a word. Yep. Right. And um, spend a little time in the pokey and whatnot. But there's, there's, a, there's a, it's a, it's a, again, a very full, rich life that wasn't a, a super long life, really, uh, yeah. if you think about it. And and, and 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 most people don't know that, but he in fact was at, at one point in a band with Neil Young. So <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to digging into that one. And if, you, if there was an episode of uh, Tales from the Bus, the Mike Judge uh, show, oh that's right, that he that focused purely on Rick James. That I I actually sat and watched here recently. It was unbelievably entertaining. Uh, so there's a lot going on there, and I'm looking forward to looking forward to, to fleshing out all four of my picks. Yeah, so just to, just to recap, I have chosen David Bowie, Michael Jackson, Dusty Springfield, and Marilyn Monroe. Mr. Hickey, you have chosen. I took uh, MCA, Adam Yauch, Jim Croce. Uh, third pick was Lane Staley and Whitney Houston. Okay, and TJ? I went with Thomas Earl Petty. I went with uh, Miss Tammy Wynette. I took Elvis Aaron Presley. And the final pick in our draft was my pick of Rick James, bitch! <laughs> Which, uh, speaking of his place of birth, I was remiss by roughly a thousand miles, so forgive me that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, so our draft is complete. Now, a few caveats. Now, at any point, each of us may change one and only one selection. So if we find that it's harder to do the research or you find that there's, like, no way that you can possibly complete this episode. You may bow out of one choice and one choice only and replace it with someone else that's on the list. In the event that we have time left over, such as if uh, Mr. Hickey does two weeks on Adam Yauch, as opposed to the full four weeks of Adam, we will kind of steamroll through the fillers of those two weeks. So say Mr. Hickey finds that he can do two episodes on Adam Yauch and I'll move into Marilyn Monroe. Any of those weeks left over will 
be at the end of the year where we will dedicate that time to people that went undrafted this year, such as Mama Cass, Prince, Bob Marley, Bob Marley, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, we, you, you guys must understand that we had a massive amount of heavy hitters that were on this list. Sure. We felt like they deserved more than one or two weeks, and it's easier for us to do four episodes than it is for us to do 52 episodes. Hank Williams went under half. Hank Williams. That, it, it, that, that, that was a tough one for me. I was Ugh. looking at it. I definitely, I want to do that one at some point, obviously, because that's one of the guys who founded country music. Yeah. George Harrison. Like we, the hillbilly, the hillbilly Shakespeare. The, <laughs> considered, he's considered one of the finest songwriters of all time, and he, mm-hmm. I don't think he finished what sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Um, guy could barely could could barely write, but he could write the most unbelievable songs ever. George Harrison's a freaking Beatle. Yeah, he's yeah. a Beatle. Nothing else. Yeah, I mean the ones the ones that we didn't pick a little bit more of a cohesive list of the ones that we did not pick. We didn't pick Bob Marley, Prince, Jim Morrison, George Harrison, Marvin Gaye, Judy Garland. Uh, we did not pick Joe Cocker, Minnie Ripperton, Hank Williams, George Michael, Ray Charles, Mama Cass, Natalie Cole, Nat King Cole, and we did not pick Perry Como, which I'm a little shocked at myself for not doing, but I wish that there were more weeks in the year. So <laughs> not this year. Let's start it next year. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you could not prolong 2020, I would consider it a yeah. <laughs> Yes, much appreciated. We could, get this, we could get this crap over with as, po- as quickly as possible. <laughs> Uh, so that's it for the 2021 Rock and Roll Heaven Heavy Hitters Draft. Thank you guys for checking us out. We will be starting off the new year right. And as always, please check the show notes for our socials. I don't have them in front of me right now, but thank you for checking this out. Uh, we really hope that you guys will like this kind of shift in our format. And this might be something that, you know, sticks around or we might find that it's easier after a year to not do this. But this is actually fun. And I think that uh, people get a lot more information on their favorite artists, even though it might take us a little bit longer to get there. Anybody else have anything to say? No, I'm good. All right, guys. Have a great time. We'll catch you on the next one next year. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.